godly ocean of appetites. For the godly ocean of appetites. For the godly ocean of appetites. For the godly ocean of appetites. Good morning, afternoon, or evening to all my listeners. Welcome to Commuter's Communion, your devotional appetizers for the godly on the go. My goal is to help you to stay spiritually fed through your communion with Christ, even if you got to stop by the drive-thru. My name is Terrence Moore. You know where you can find me at on IG, at Rhythm and Redemption. And today what's on the menu, home improvement. So, as I'm getting older um, and just go through different stages of life, um, one thing that's talked about very commonly is homeownership, right? And I think uh, as we talk to people about where we live and just details and stuff like that, they're like, oh, do you rent or do you own? And as we're talking about me and my wife's you know, plans for the next few years and things like that, that's a question that comes up often. It's a question of privilege, um, and it's a question that we're not necessarily so rushed on going into. Not because it's a bad thing. Homeownership is a wonderful thing. And it's something that, um, yeah, it's going to have fruit for generations. Uh, But it's also more complicated than what people talk about sometimes. It has its legit pros and its legit, maybe not cons, but costs. Um, And it's reflective, really, of life. You know what I'm saying? Like, as you get older, as you come from an adolescence to an adult, uh, your worries as a child were more um, surface things. You know what I'm saying? Like, they weren't life or death. They weren't. Um, yeah, you had, hopefully, you had most of your needs taken care of um, by a parent or family or anything. And yeah, but you know, as you get older, responsibilities come in. Um, and it comes with more glory, more opportunities, more, um, yeah, just great things. But that also has a burden that needs to be considered. So, like for buying a house um, and having home ownership, that means being knowledgeable on what needs to go into that house being knowledgeable on the market and what needs to go into the finances of it, being knowledgeable on how to fix things. Yo, while we leasing, if there's something wrong, I get to call the landlord and they get to fix it right away. No, 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 nothing I got to worry about. And that is something of convenience. I bring that up because I think as I take inventory of my life spiritually and just where I'm at in reality, I think something that everybody can relate to is that when you think about your life, it's a current standing, it's progression, and even where you want to go. With all the glory that that could be and all the things you can dream, it comes with this level of burden. It comes with this level of responsibility. And, you know, when it comes to being a Christian, I wonder if that's supposed to carry across, if that's supposed to come as standard fare. What I mean by that is the main point of this episode if we are, as Christians are his creation and workmanship, then both the burden and the glory of our life's journey belong to and are up to God, not us. To peel that back a little bit, what I mean is that I think there are so many things that I wish I can grow in and that I wish I understood better about myself and that I wish that uh, we're at a different place just overall. Sometimes, you know, it's hard. As any individual, whether you're a mature Christian or whether you're not, like whatever, it's hard as any individual to be both content and fully pleased by where you are. And it's not even necessarily a good thing to do so. You don't want to be complacent. Um, but then also there's a burden in trying to take on that growth. And what my main point for today is, peels back, is that that whole journey, both the current stance and the progression and the final product, is God's. It's not ours. It don't belong to us. 
just the fact of the matter is, as we're in this body, in this temple, we're leasing. We're not owning. God is the owner. He's responsible. So as we peel that back, there's three things I want to break down. As we're renting this body, as this project of home improvement is up to God's responsibility, it's his burden, not ours. There's three things I want to break down that come with that. The fact that how that changes how we look at ownership, the fact that how that changes how we look at progression, and how we look at the final product. In Ephesians 2, verses 10, it says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand, that we should walk in them. We belong to God. Not only are we his creation, but we're his creation that he marvelously and intricately worked on from start to finish. He formed us in our womb, in our mother's womb, before, yeah, we were born and he knew us deeply. And he didn't just create us to just set us free and, uh, you know, let us do everything else on our own. He's with us. And so that's a marvelous fact for for us as his creation. He has ownership over us, and that means that he hasn't abandoned us, and that means that he has a grand blueprint for our lives. And in the same way that, again, as I mentioned in my metaphor earlier, when there's problems, when there's things that I don't understand about my place because I'm renting, I have a landlord that knows best and knows what to do and can fix it, we should think that way when it comes to our life and just the improvement and journey that that's on. It's all God's. He is ready, willing, available, and, and eager to come to the rescue because he has ownership of us. He's our Lord and Savior. Not only does he have ownership, but he's also in charge of our progression, our growth. And so again, with that verse, it says that we are his uh, workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand. And so him doing this beforehand means that there is a trajectory that he already had in mind that in his perfect will, we are falling and stumbling along into. Know what I'm saying? And so, sure, you might have a five-year plan, but God has the entire, again, just blueprint and just map of how things are going to work out. There might be things you're struggling with that with an earnest heart you've been looking to be set free from and just looking to be growing in. Just know that God wants that growth even more than you do. And he has the, the plan that's going to get you there to give him the most glory and the most just, uh, yeah, just sanctification for you. And so lay that burden on him. Your desire for progression and growth is something that he's already working on. The third thing, the final product. Not only does he have ownership over us as our creator and our Lord, not only does he have chief overseeing over our growth and our progression, but he's the one that is has the grand vision for what the final product is. In Philippians 1, verse 6, we're taught that he who began a good work in us shall bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. That is a glorious declaration over our life. That means we're not going to be left as a draft in, in God's inbox that'll never be sent. Uh, we're not going to be left as a, a project uh, file that's in, on his computer that's never going to be worked on. We are a work that will be brought to completion and brought to completion to give God glory and brought to completion in a way that, um, yeah, in a way that far surpasses our expectations and thoughts of what we, um, yeah, think could be done. Jesus is a master at 
bringing what he started to completion. He did it when he created all the world and all the universe, and he's doing it with you. So don't have anxiety over your life and its, it's challenges in your journey and the path there. That should be a key difference um, between us and the world. When we don't dread and worry and lose sleep and, and have anxiety over our journey, where we are and what we're doing and how we're growing and what we will be. We know that we have a God, a landlord, a creator who is responsible for that because we're renting this body, we're leasing it. We don't own it. So that's my encouragement for today. That's our devotional. When you think about this home improvement project of yourself, just know that as our main point states, if we're his creation and workmanship, then the burden and the glory of our life's journey belong to God and not us. So yeah, that's where we at. So going to talk to Goldblade, I'm leaving you with this thought, with this, yeah, with this prompt to develop out with God, to talk to him about, and that's this. When you think about yourself, either where you are currently, with how you think about your journey, or how you esteem your final product, is it something that you look down upon with despair and discouragement, or is this something that you look upon with gratitude, with thankfulness, with optimism, with encouragement, as something that truly reflects God's workmanship, knowing that He only creates and manages and works on good things? Do those things line up in how you esteem and think about yourself, your current stance and your journey and the final product, your projection of your final product? If not, Talk to the Lord about that Because I don't know if you need to be calling his work Or even implicitly calling his work trash And if so Praise God So let's think about that I'ma pray Dear Lord thank you so much oh God For dear Lord being the best land uh, Landlord that we could ever think or ask for oh God Dear Lord sometimes we look at our bodies We look at these temples that you've rented out to us oh God And we don't have gratitude We don't have encouragement We have anxiety And we have the sense of burden Oh Lord, but let us know that you took all the burden upon your physical body so that we can live in our physical body with the freedom and with the grace to reach into deep places of joy and redemption and belonging and worth. Oh Lord, that's the truth that we can access now. And that's the truth that's going to be glorious in the coming, in the world to come. When you come back in the, the day of completion, oh Jesus, it's your coming. God, thank you for paying the full deposit for this whole transaction on the cross. Your blood was the deposit and somehow we can reap the benefits. That's the gospel of God and that's the foundation on which we can believe these truths. I pray that you would help the listeners for these, this word to seep in, for you to speak to them with a time with you and for you to guide them in safety and in sanctification. Dear Lord, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love and the scene, the, uh, the name of your son Jesus Christ we pray amen hey another episode in the books appreciate y'all commuters for riding with your boy um we'll look forward to next time when you tune in and until then of course as always stay fed